Welcome to the Flourish with Neural Retraining podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Lowry, founder of Twin Cities Neural Retraining and a certified MAP method practitioner specializing in chronic health conditions. Join me for episode 53, where we will hear from Frances Carney, my client from Australia. Hear how she learned about the MAP method from her doctor and why she decided to try it for low thyroid function, brain fog, muscle tension, and sensitivities. Listen as she describes the emotional, mental, and physical improvements she experienced even after the first session, and why she says, nothing else has given me similar results. For those that are new to the podcast, let me explain that the MAP method is a holistic mind-body practice that works directly with the subconscious. Sessions are done over Zoom video conference. The method is easy, gentle, and powerful, and the rewiring happens during the session, no practice necessary. In a session, the client is in a relaxed, meditative state, focusing on a particular memory or topic, while the practitioner offers instructions to the subconscious mind. While MAP sessions do not heal directly, they clear subconscious barriers to optimize healing. In that way, the MAP method is complementary to allopathic and alternative approaches. As always, we must disclaim that the information we share in the podcast is for educational purposes only. As MAP method practitioners, we do not diagnose or treat disease. Instead, we work with the person and the personality to optimize health. Now, let's hear from Francis. Well, welcome, Francis. I'm really excited to have you on the show with me today. Um, we've done about eight sessions together, and I wanted to invite you to the show to have you share your experiences with the MAP method and, and help us understand how you felt it has helped you. Thanks, Madeline. Happy to be here, and um, yes, happy to talk about my experience. Yeah. So let's start with, you know, how you heard about the MAP method. This is a little known method. How did you hear about it? Yes. So I had been working with um, a thyroid doctor, Dr. Eric Bolkovage. He's like a functional medicine doctor specializing in thyroid. Um, So I've struggled with thyroid problems for a number of years. I came across his podcast a few years ago, and then I um, signed up to to work with him basically over the course of a year or two. Um, and he has his own podcast, and I heard him with a guest, um, another doctor, Dr. Kelly Holderman, who I know that you have had on your podcast as well. Um, but basically, she was talking about emotional fitness and the impact that emotions can have on chronic health and and the impact it had on her um, and her experience with MAP because she saw you for some sessions as well. Um, And then, yeah, I I heard about it on that podcast and I was interested to learn more. Her story sounded very similar to mine. 
Um, and that kind of piqued my interest. And then I, yeah, I did a bit more research and found my way to your podcast as well. Um, and listened to stories of your other clients and about how, how the process worked basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So thanks for reminding me about that. So yeah, Dr. Balkavaj has a podcast called the thyroid answers podcast. And, um, he and Dr. Kelly Halderman were writing a book together. Yes. Yeah. During the pandemic, they probably started before the pandemic. I think actually the book was supposed to be released during the pandemic. And then it was delayed because, you know, because of the pandemic and the effects of that. Um, but she was referred to me by another functional medicine practitioner that she knows. And we did some sessions together and she was very impressed by it, by the MAP method. And she decided that she had to include it in her book or the book she was writing with Dr. Right. Yeah. And so then I was on a podcast with her and then she said, oh, we have to have you on Dr. Balkovaj's podcast. And so then I did that podcast episode that you heard. I think it was like number 88 on the Thyroid Answers podcast, episode 88. Um, and on that podcast, Dr. Haldeman and Dr. Balkovaj and I, you know, talk about, uh, the, the effect that trauma basically has on thyroid function. You know, Dr. Haldeman and Dr. Balkovaj are very, um, they adhere to this um, um, principle of, you know, the cell danger response. So Dr. Balkovaj is very much into cellular hypothyroidism. And he talks about the cell danger response as a, is a natural protective response that the body has to protect itself when it's in a state of distress, when it's um, in a prolonged state of stress. And um, he feels that this is uh, you know, fundamental. It's a fundamental principle to understand behind why people have low thyroid function. And the relationship between his work and my work is that he sees a lot of patients that have histories of trauma. And, you know, I, I like to say, even if you don't have a history of capital T traumas, like all of us, you know, have some painful emotional experiences in the past, right? I don't think anyone gets through life without any painful emotional experiences. And what I have observed is that as we work with those painful emotional experiences, it's like, layer by layer by layer, um, we can start to resolve the emotions, the intense emotions around those experiences. And that seems to bring down the stress response, which therefore has an effect on the cell danger response. At some point, we get to a level where the cells start to come back to full function and the thyroid starts to work better again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So thanks. So that, um, so when you came, when you heard about this and you came to the MAP method, were you just seeking to resolve your thyroid issues? Um, pre predominantly, yes. So having worked with Eric and like you just described the cell danger response, like I um, am fully on board with his, his theories. I think that's exactly correct. And um I'd really worked with him for a couple of years and been through so many, we looked at so many different 
aspects of health, basically, like starting with the gut. I did various testings, various um, like gut healing protocols. Um, and then, yes, a number of other um, ways to help the thyroid problems, which I can go into later. But basically, yes, it was predominantly thyroid symptoms I was experiencing, and I kind of have had them for 10 years now, like I'm almost 30 and they started when I was 20. Um, and they were never like super, super terrible deliberating symptoms or whatever. It was, um, I would just be cold. I would be fatigued. I used to be very keen at running when I was younger. Um, and always very into sports and stuff, but my energy for that just somehow like disappeared and I, I can, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, I mean, I, I got on with life, with life fine. It was just, um, lingering symptoms. Um, and I tried various different combinations of thyroid medications to help. Like I must've tried all the different types and combinations, et cetera. And they would help sometimes, but I knew that it was just kind of either masking symptoms or even in some cases making me feel worse. Um, and that's what Eric and I initially worked on was to try and find ways to reduce the medication because I think it was making me feel anxious and not improving my thyroid symptoms. So um, there was, yes, predominantly wanted to focus on this, but I was also having some sort of like emotional overreactivity to everything, which is probably related to the other problems I was experiencing, but it was some some emotional things as well. Yeah. Okay. And so now, you know, now you have done about eight sessions. We've been working together for several months, maybe six months or so. Mm -hmm. And what would you say has been the result of that? You know, what, what do you think the, you've observed in terms of emotional, mental, or physical improvements? Yes, it's definitely been dramatic improvements um, and I haven't, yes, I haven't experienced anything which has given me similar, similar positive impacts basically. Yeah, the first session I guess was six or maybe even eight months ago. I'm not sure. And the, after the following, the first session, the impacts were so remarkable. Like I, I was very shocked. It was, um, they were initially very physical. So I, I know after the first session, like it was like a massive weight had been taken off my shoulders. Like my shoulders must've been more tense than I realized, but just standing up after the session, it felt like I had a different, a different back or something. I was walking around very lightly. It felt very different and I felt extremely relaxed. Like I feel like part of my problem with the thyroid before is that I was always in this chronic um, stress response um, and never in the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, and then whatever happened in the first session and indeed the other sessions may, must have um, made my body relax, basically. It was, yeah, very noticeable physically, which I was not expecting. Um, and then I felt good for the next few weeks, like the, the strength of what I was noticing 
declined and I'm not sure if I just got used to feeling that way. I got more used to feeling a bit more relaxed or, um, yeah, the impact just waned a bit over time. But it's never gone back to what it was before I started the sessions. And each time we have a, what I find interesting is each time we have a session, I can notice something, physical changes as well. Um, it's like a different different part of my body feels a bit lighter. Like one session and really noticed my hips were lighter, like walking around was, was a, felt a bit different. Um, so physically I can notice something after every session. Um, and then that it obviously isn't what I was focused on, on it's trying to happen for the thyroid itself. That has definitely improved as well. Um, I take like heart, like I take much less medication than I was before starting the sessions. Like I've been taking half of what I took before. Um, and yeah, I just feel better, better energy in general. That was the main symptom I was trying to address. Um, and then just the general like sluggishness uh lethargic feeling of lethargic that I always associated with low thyroid they have dramatically improved like sometimes I think they're mostly gone sometimes they're partly gone but basically every symptom I was experiencing before the map has has improved like none have gone away 100% but they've either improved and gone away 80% or they've gone away 50% like it's dramatically um dramatically different and also they have they have stayed like despite the fact the the symptoms um yeah the positive impacts wane a little like it never goes back to what it was before Mm. um so yeah I wasn't expecting the benefits to be as noticeable or as kind of permanent Yeah. And have you done any labs? I'm just curious, like, have you um, have mm. you done any labs on thyroid function since we started? And have you noticed a difference there? Yeah. So I, I have, uh, I do check out with my GP just because they like to test the basic thyroid panel, not the full one that Eric looks at. But um, yeah, the labs had definitely improved. And that was in conjunction with me taking less medication um they were better um just because of the nature of the thyroid I think it gets it can change and get better or worse from day to day just based on what stresses I'm experiencing at the time but if I was to compare the lab results they are um definitely better much more much less strange (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so you talked about some of the physical effects. Did you have you noticed anything emotionally or mentally? Yes. Um, so mentally, I always feel a lot more clearer headed after the session mm. and for the week or or more following that. Um, just less brain fog and easier to make decisions and think about things. Um, so 
that that is noticeable. Emotionally, um, I am always happier after the sessions. Mm. I don't know if that's just because I'm feeling calmer and more relaxed in general, um, and I'm less over overreactive to negative situations, which had been a big problem in the year preceding our sessions. Mm. Um, if something went wrong, I would really not cope with it very well. The smallest upset would really um, turn into something terrible. After these sessions, I'm just much more emotionally reasonable or stable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, so you talked about um, the effects of a session. Um, and I would say it's fairly unusual to feel effects on a physical level after one session, you know? Yeah, that's why I wasn't expecting because you, yeah. you always mention it's a few, it would take a while for that to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I do, I do have occasional reports, you know, and, and it's often things like uh, skin issues or mm. um, maybe digestive issues or muscle tension kinds of things can be sort of the earlier um, changes that we see. But typically, I will say that typically it takes at least three or four sessions for us to start to see changes on a physical level. So you're a little bit different in that way. You just, mm. you know, it just affected you on a physical level sooner. Um, but I will say that, you know, every time we do a session, it's like we clear a pattern we're working on a pattern and although we haven't cleared it entirely, right, we may not have gotten to all the roots, we've cleared enough so that you've, that there's a, a difference, emotional, mental, or physical, that lasts for some period after the session. That pattern may start to reestablish itself, right, because life is happening, events are happening, and there, um, there's still maybe that tendency to respond Mm -hmm. in our habitual way because like in one session we haven't cleared we may not have cleared everything about that pattern so after each session there's kind of a clearing for a while and then we you know if the pattern reestablishes itself it's like oh okay there's some more roots there we need to work on that again maybe from a different angle right mm -hmm. um with map you know we we always talk about the um the, the, like the working memory, right? So the subconscious mind is able to work with painful memories that are in the working memory. Uh -huh. It doesn't have access to all memories from all time. There, there's an infinite number of memories, right? Yeah, so we're working with the, a working set of memories that is determined by the topic or the issue or the particular experience or memory that you bring to mind during the session. So each time we bring a memory to mind, something painful, um, a, a memory of having an emotional response that may, was exaggerated or just seemed out of proportion to what was happening, or a memory of a symptom, you know, whatever that is, we hold it in our mind and that brings into the active experience related memories. So this is like the batch. When I talk about um, with MAP, we ask the subconscious mind to clear the painful emotions around a set of memories. That's how the set is created. 
And so sometimes like, you know, we have to go in like a, around the same topic with uh, at different angles because we need to trigger basically a different, a slightly different set of memories to be cleared because all of these are related in some way to that pattern. I don't know, it's, I'm trying to explain something that's hard to explain, mm. but, um, but I, I think you can understand how um, we may be able to clear enough memories in a session for you to notice a difference. But when that difference becomes less noticeable, it doesn't mean that the session didn't work. It just means that well, there's more to be cleared around that topic. And this is not unusual because often we're working with patterns that have been around for years. So um, sometimes we have to visit a topic two or three times, but eventually, you know, we get to neutralize enough memories that the behavior does not, we finally break down the pattern, I think, for good. So I think that's just the, the natural kind of sequence of things. Does that make sense? Yeah, that is exactly what it feels like. Like I, I never think, so once the positive effects wane a little and I never think, oh, that, that session didn't work. Um, I know it worked, but something else has happened in the meantime. Um, and like you say, life doesn't stop happening in the meantime. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the purpose of the sessions is really to change the stress level that we hold, right, in our, in our conscious or our subconscious mind. Um, and, and part of the way of doing that is to change our emotional responses to things or our habitual responses to certain stimuli or triggers. And so sometimes, you know, that, again, that takes more than one session to fully address that. So, yeah, it's, it's not just about changing memories, also about changing behaviors and response patterns. Mm. Yeah. The way we yeah. with stress or, or what feels stressful to us changes as we have more sessions. Yes. That's true for you. And I can, yeah. And it's definitely true that things that would have upset me before, before some other sessions, they don't, they don't bother me anymore. Yeah. That is quite noticeable. Yeah. So you had the opportunity also to work with one of my programs. So I created a program for MAP for sensitivities. And, um, you know, I'd be curious to hear about how you compare and contrast the two. So mm. it's a different delivery system of MAP sessions, I guess we can say. So when we talk about you and I did eight sessions, we did eight live sessions over Zoom video conference, right? So you're telling me, you know, you're offering up some suggestions for what the topic of this of the session can be about. We choose a topic. Um, I ask you, what are the emotions that you feel when you think about an example of that topic? And then we have you rate those emotions from zero to 10, where 10 is very intense. And then we, it, it's kind of an iterative process, right? Where I have you focus on the memory that you've selected, I give, your subconscious mind some instructions, just verbal instructions. And then things may start to come up in your mind as you um, 
as you sit there in a you know relaxed state with your eyes closed, breathing slowly, deeply, and gently, right? It's a little bit like a meditation. And then based on your feedback, I give you another round of instructions. So it's very personalized, very mm-hmm. specific to your topic. But when we work with a program, program is itself organized around a certain issue, in this case, sensitivities. And the sessions are recorded. They are, uh, so you are working with a recorded session or a recorded audio file and other exercises, resources, or materials that are included in the program. So maybe you can just talk about what that experience is like. Yes, the, um, the program for sensitivities has been really useful. Um, it's set out really nicely on the web page. It's very easy to follow and you set it out in like a four week, um, a four week block kind of thing with different, uh, sessions you can listen to and then, um, other things to focus on. So I, uh, I wanted to do that specifically to look at food sensitivities I was having and have struggled with the last couple of years or more all alongside my thyroid problems. Um, and yeah, I was just like, um, I was just struggling with various different foods and I had previously tried restrictive diets to help with my health problems. So I did the autoimmune paleo diet, which cuts out most things. Um, so eggs, dairy, grains, nightshades, like I literally had cut out everything once once upon a time um and then i'm not sure if they were a problem or not at the time but bringing them back into my diet i would notice that my body didn't like them anymore for some reason um yes yeah, so i would get digestive problems and skin issues and i would just generally not feel not feel very good and i could i could notice it as soon as i ate the food basically So doing this program has really helped that like I just I can just eat the foods now and I I don't think I have a reaction. I mean, I'm still a bit cautious, consciously cautious because I've just like learned for so long to avoid avoid dairy, for example. Um, I, I kind of. But I'm pretty sure I can eat foods now with with no problem after the after the sessions or at least you know 70% of the foods I couldn't eat before they just they don't bother me anymore um and it was very surprising to think about the role that my mind was playing in these food sensitivities because consciously I was recognized like consciously if I went to think about eating a food I would be worried oh no what's this going to do to me it's going to set off a spiral of my symptoms um and just being like consciously scared of eating that food I did never considered that that was playing a role in the symptoms that then would happen but then after I'd had some the previous map sessions with you working on other things and I was fully convinced that the map was going to work um it made a lot more it made a lot more sense to me and the program is really good because you can follow it at your own pace like you can do one 45 minute session a day even which um was nice to be able to have it regularly to go to if I wanted it 
And even though they are pre-recorded sessions, like it's it's all very relevant because um, they're just always the right questions to ask for somebody with sensitivities to anything. And it's not, it's also not, um, it's not only for food sensitivities. I know it's, you can, people use it for mold or environmental sensitivities or anything. So I haven't tried yet, but I also want to use the same program for hay fever, which is, which can get really bad for me in summer months. So I'm hoping to use, to use it for that. Another symptom I have is I am extremely sensitive to, to noises for some reason. And I'm interested to see if that will help me. I haven't tried yet, but I, I, I don't see why it wouldn't to use that sensitivity program. So yeah, that's been really good. And I kind of focused on it in a time I didn't have, I had a sort of a break from sessions with you for a couple of months, just due to various reasons. So I focused on it then, but that's been really good. And then there's also a sort of pre-recorded little audio audio files that you share. So they're very short, 10 to 15 minutes um, with a, a nice relaxing soundscape and then different subconscious messages underneath which I which you can't hear at all and I've no idea how it works but listening to those audio files like maybe I'm I'm stressed out I just have to listen to 10 minutes um to one of the audio files you have focusing on it might be focusing on uh, being calm or inner peace or feeling fatigued or anything like that you have specific ones for different um different scenarios um, and they help massively and I, I don't know how, but I always, if I listen to, listen to them, I always feel much better afterwards. And in particular, the one you have for sleep, that one is quite remarkable. Like I, if I feel when I'm falling asleep, like I'm not, not going to have a great sleep or I'm struggling to fall asleep a bit, which doesn't happen often. But if I listen to the audio file for sleep, then I, I sleep perfectly in the night and I don't know how it works, but <laughs> it does. Yeah, so those map audio files are, you know, they're part of that, uh, the introductory package. People can buy their first three sessions, like in a little package. And I want people to be supported between sessions, you know. So I, I do give people a very simple instruction, map instruction that they can use on themselves after the very first session, right? So I, you leave with something that you can use on yourself after the first session. And then after the second session, I give people the link to these audio files. So these are only for my clients. But again, I, I, I offer them because they're nice support between sessions. Like you said, something comes up, you know, you feel you have an emotion come up or you, like you said, you feel stressed. Well, you can listen to the map audio file for emotions. It's maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And as you said, there's a soundscape over the top. Underneath is my voice giving your subconscious mind instructions. Again, this is another, another delivery method for MAP instructions. And the nice thing about these audio files is that you do not have to sit down somewhere with your eyes closed, breathing slowly, deeply, gently, like you do in a MAP session. You can go about your business, right? You can be answering emails or you could be reading. You could be going for a walk. You just turn it on and you just do whatever quiet activity, not driving, 
whatever quiet activity you know you need to do or want to do and it just is speaking directly to your subconscious mind I, I kind of put in each one a set of generalized instructions for whatever the topic is so like you mentioned the sleep one there's a there's one for pain there's one for self-worth there's one for inner peace and so it's just a set of generalized instructions it doesn't always hit the mark you know but it is it is a better it's a better resource it's a more comprehensive resource than just the one map instruction that you get after mm -hmm. your first uh, session with me but I, I want people to have both because it's nice to have the one instruction you can use on yourself because you can use at any time anywhere but when it's handy for you to listen to an audio file, you know, on your phone or whatever, then you have this other resource as well. And so people can be continuing to get the benefit of MAP in between sessions, which I think is nice, you know? Yeah, it's nice. And I also, it's just amazing that I cannot, you cannot hear your voice underneath the soundscape. And I still don't understand how, how that works, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is amazing I, I i think it is yeah remarkable but i think it's just based on frequencies the frequencies are there they exist and even though you can't hear my voice there is some part of your subconscious mind that does yeah mm -hmm. yeah so what would you you know if if you were to advise someone who has never tried the map method before would you recommend it and for what purposes or what reasons? I would recommend it, absolutely. I can't think of a situation or you know, illness or condition which it might not it might not help. Like I really think it could help with with anything, any sort of chronic illness or whatever. I mean, I am truly convinced that any illness like like I have or any chronic condition is is linked to your past and emotions you formed about the past and your experience of it and and that's just why it's there and if it uh, translate into different different conditions and symptoms I guess for different people but I really think that is the root of all chronic illness is um yeah some form of trapped emotion or another yes I would recommend it to anyone for that reason basically it's it's just very easy to do and it's just remarkably fast and effective like traditional therapy doesn't really doesn't really compare <laughs> it's um you could spend years perhaps and like I, I genuinely believe you could spend years in traditional counseling or therapy with a psychologist and not get the same not get the same benefits as you might in one or even five map sessions. I don't know how long it will take differently for different people. So I would absolutely recommend it to anyone. I don't think there's anything to lose. I will say that I think it worked very well for me the first time and all the time since because I was very committed to the idea that it was going to work. I listened to all your podcasts basically just to hear different stories. So I was fully convinced. Um, like I said, I listened to Dr. Kelly talking about her experience and that just sounded so similar to mine that helped me believe in the method basically. Um, and I had done other readings and understandings of the idea of 
about the mind-body connection and that they're basically one and the same. They're not different things. And then I came to the session like really not hopeful. Well, yes, hopeful, but just very optimistic and fully committed to the fact that I thought it was going to work. I would say for anyone interested in their method to do the same research basically or just, yeah, spend a little time before thinking about how it might work. And I, I think that would help. Because if I had come to this session maybe two years ago when I started working with uh, Dr. Eric um, and I really had no idea at that time or I was not aware of the concept or the idea that emotions could be having an impact on my physical health, like it had never even occurred to me. And if if someone suggested it, I would have said, that's ridiculous. These these symptoms I'm having are physical. They've got nothing to do with my mind. <laughs> and I would also probably have said, well, I don't have, I've never experienced any trauma. What could possibly be, have caused me to feel like this? Like all in all, I've had a very good life, a nice childhood, no, no big T trauma, as you call it. Like with the, if I'd done the adverse childhood experiences, my score would be zero. I really didn't have anything go wrong. So as I'd had no big trauma and as I didn't believe it could impact on my health, I really would, I wouldn't have tried it that long ago. It was really only because I worked with Eric for a year and a half and we really went through everything. Like I had changed my diet, I exercised well, meditated every day. I did other forms of stress relief. I even worked on breath work and specific breathing protocols, um, taking all various supplements, everything like I tried in turn basically and at the end of the day like different things different things helped and to varying degrees and some things I still like I still live a very healthy life but at the end of working with the doctor um and he was like well we've addressed everything else you could consider the fact that it's something emotional behind your health issues and I when he said that I was very I immediately dismissed it because I was like, oh no, that can't be, <laughs> that's impossible. And also I think subconsciously, I didn't want to even consider that being the cause because I was like, but that's going to be so difficult to look at. I'm going to have to go to therapy for years. It's going to be very expensive, very time consuming. I might never get to the issue because like I said, there was nothing obvious. But then once I came across the map method and heard how simple it was and how quick it was I was like maybe that is the answer and there's nothing there would be nothing to lose from trying it basically so I think I had to go through that whole process of trying everything else to <laughs> realize that maybe this was would be the only thing that would work and um yeah really impressed by it um so yeah, would recommend it to anyone. I would recommend it to anyone even who doesn't have chronic health conditions because <laughs> you can still feel better about life in general or um, yeah, just be a bit more free. Yeah, yeah. So you said a lot there. Um, I appreciate you sharing, you know, everything that you went through before you decided to try this because I do think that there are so many people out there with 
chronic health conditions who have tried all the things, you know, and they're puzzled by why they're still feeling so poorly when they're doing everything right, right? Yeah. The diet is clean, they're exercising, they're meditating, they've reduced stress in their lives, on and on and on. You know, they've seen so many practitioners, they've tried so many things, and they still can't they still haven't been able to re regain their health. And I think that if for that person, you know, as you described yourself, right, who's tried everything else and is still stuck, I think that this is like the final missing piece, working with the mind. Because as you said, and there's a famous quote from Carolyn Mace, your biography becomes your biology. In other words, your life experiences play out in your body. Joe Dispenza says, your body is your subconscious mind. So when there is something going on physiologically and we can't get at it through medications, diet, procedures, protocols, other therapies or modalities, working with the mind is that final frontier. And so as, as you experienced yourself, we're able to achieve improvements with working with your mind that you hadn't observed by doing these other things. And I, and I do think you're right that even for someone that doesn't have a chronic health condition, I work with plenty of people that don't have chronic health conditions, but they're suffering with anxiety or they um, have anger issues or they feel depressed or they just, um, they just really feel like they lack self-confidence or self-esteem. Um, they have blocks around money or career, job, or something else in their life, relationships. All of these things can be addressed, you know, with the MAP method. So it is very, it, it's um, like a Swiss army knife, you know, I mean, it's mm. useful for a number of different things, not, not just physical patterns, physiological patterns, what we call symptoms or conditions, but also emotional, mental, behavioral, attitudinal, uh, personality traits, you know, um, can be addressed with, with the MAP method as well. So it does have, uh, it has pretty wide applications. Yeah. Now, I was thinking while you were talking, um, do you want to talk about how you experienced the processing of these instructions when we were in a session <laughs> together? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wanted to talk about that because that is one of the things which makes me so convinced that it is working or that something's going on. Mm -hmm. um, so it started in the first session, but basically with my eyes closed and you giving me the instructions, it was the most bizarre sensation where it's like my eyes flutter, um, just very intensely flutter. And I um, understand that that is rapid eye movement such as you get in REM sleep but it's bizarre because I'm awake and I can just feel my eyelids like flutter in intently um and then it was like the first session it felt weird because I thought it was some kind of like I could hear some kind of crackling we rewiring basically at the top of my head and it was such a bizarre experience um and that just kind of translated into general eye fluttering which happens very 
feels quite intense for all the sessions, not in a bad way, because I know it just indicates to me that there's rewiring going on. But the interesting thing is it will happen between sessions, basically anytime I close my eyes, but like I might close my eyes to meditate or take a, or just lie down for a minute and you can, and they'll just be fluttering and like my partner has noticed them. I'm not, I'm not making them up. It's very, it's a very physiological, but it's just interesting. Like, I don't know. I don't have particular thoughts when, when it's doing this, like nothing comes to my mind, but I know that something's happening because it's, um, yeah, just very consistent and continuous. And when we're going through the sessions, um, maybe we get to a core issue or something or some strong memory I have like fairly strong emotions about, then the fluttering will get really intense. Um, but yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had mentioned that to me after a while and I, um, people experience the, the rewiring or the reprocessing, um, sensation differently. Some people don't feel anything. Some people feel it as like, uh, maybe like a light kind of buzzing going on in their head. Some mm. people tell me, Oh, I felt tingling here. And they'll point to different parts of their head, like the front or the back or the top. And they'll say, I felt tingling here. I felt tingling here. Or I felt tingling in my spine. I felt, um, I felt uh, my hands went really, they felt really light and floaty. Or, you know, that people describe all mm. kinds of sensations. You know, the REM eye movements are fairly common um, because I, yeah, I think that is just a common a common manifestation of this rewiring um, activity, but also, like I said, yeah, the, the kind of buzzing in the head and the tingling in different parts of the, of the anatomy. I, I personally feel everyone else is processing too. As the practitioner, you're monitoring, you know, throughout mm -hmm. the session, you're monitoring what's happening for the client. And I feel you're processing the same way. I, I, I'm one of those people that has the, the REM eye movements as well. So I can kind of tell, is there a lot going on here or, or a little, is she done? Did she, is she done? Like she's finished or is she, as she just stopped kind of abruptly because there's a barrier or a block we have to work with. So I have some sensation of what's going on for the client as well. And that, that helps me figure out, you know, how we're doing and where I need to take the session next. But yeah, that, uh, that remind movement, I, I, I would notice <laughs> when we we're on the zoom call that you'd have your eyes kind of squinched closed. <laughs> yeah. But it was yeah. worth it, right? <laughs> Definitely worth it. It's a very strange sensation. And I don't know if, because I, um, experience the muscle tension release as well I mean it might just be because I'm I'm very aware of my body because I do a lot of exercise and yoga and I think it's just very noticeable for me when when they release and maybe that's the same with the eyes and and I have no idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, yeah there's a lot of different experiences of map I've, I've noted working with hundreds of different people, you know, some people are very kinesthetic, 
they're feeling sensations uh, during the session. You know, not, not troubling sensations, just that's how they experience it. Other people are more emotional or other, other people are, they're visual. They're seeing like colors or images. For other people, they're words. You know, there's almost maybe a voice that they hear. Yeah, people, people do experience the sessions differently. And, and some and people can experience different sessions differently depending on the topic that we're working on. Right. So yeah, all very individual. But I will say for people who are thinking, now this sounds weird. How can you know someone give an instruction, a verbal instruction over a Zoom video conference that affects someone else halfway across the world? You know, you're in uh -huh. Australia. I'm in Minnesota. Uh -huh. um, how how can that work? You know, and so this could be another whole podcast episode. But I will just say, you know, just to kind of in a nutshell, right? We are talking about quantum physics here. So this is a very scientifically based method, but it's not the kind of science that your medical practitioner or even your alternative health practitioner is utilizing, right? Most other therapies that have to do with health are dealing with us on a very materialistic, what we call materialistic way, us, a uh, body, a uh, physical mass. With the MAP method, we're working at a completely different level because we understand that we are, yes, we are this body, this physical mass, but on another level, right below the atomic level, we are all patterns of energy and information. That is the level that we are working at with the MAP method. And that is why the results are quicker. They are different than what you can expect through other methods. So I'll just, you know, that's just a little teaser. Um, if, you know, for people who want to know more, I mean, there are plenty of resources to look at. Uh, Lynn McTaggart has a wonderful podcast called Living the New Science. She's also written a book called The Field. Um, Greg Braden has a book called uh, The Divine Matrix. Joe Dispenza talks about this a lot in his books. Bruce Lipton does as well. There, there's you know, a lot that's written about it now, though it is still, I would say, under the radar of most people, the layperson. Um, but yes, there are quantum physics principles at work here, and this is how we can work over great distances and still have these effects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Francis, thank you so much for coming to talk to me today. I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your story and the benefits that you observed by engaging with the MAP method. Yes, you're welcome. It's been nice to talk about it. Okay. okay, bye. Thanks for joining us for the Flourish with Neural Retraining podcast. Please listen again and remember to follow us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. To learn more about health applications of the MAP method of advanced neural retraining, visit our website, mindremapforhealth.com. Until the next time, be well and flourish. Content of this podcast, copyright 2022 by Twin Cities Neural Retraining. Music by Barbara Benn.